0: Hello, friends, and welcome to this episode of the PetBus Hive. Have you ever heard the term leaders are readers? That actually came from Harry Truman. Uh, He actually said, not all readers are leaders, but all leaders are readers. I've certainly found that to be true myself. Some of the most well-known business leaders take a huge percentage of their time reading every bit of information that they can because they want to improve themselves and their business. Um, Leaders like Warren Buffett and Bill Gates, um, some of them have really specific goals on how much they feel like they need to read. Uh, Warren Buffett has said, you know, read 500 pages like this every day. That's how knowledge works. It builds up like compound interest. All of you can do it, but I guarantee not many of you will do it. Um, That habit of reading is huge for growing yourself and your business. I am constantly reading. I usually have like between three and five going at once. I love a good book with my morning coffee or if I'm just relaxing in the evening, turning off those screens to let my brain wind down and I like to read a little bit before bed. So here's my question. Do you have reading goals for yourself? Do you intentionally set aside 30 minutes of every day just to read something for your own improvement or your business's improvement? Um, that, I mean, you know, honestly, any kind of input goals, whether it's reading books or business podcasts, um, sometimes podcasts point me back to another book that I really am you know, find interesting and something that I would like to learn more about. There's so many opportunities to advance your own education just through reading. So I challenge you to grow yourself. Um, Definitely input from books is the least expensive education ever. There's gold in books. Um, There is no doubt in my mind that Harry Truman was right on this. Even if you haven't, you know, picked up a book since high school English, I mean, it's pretty crazy um, statistic whenever they say that a fourth of Americans haven't read a book in the previous year. I I think that that's um, probably changed since COVID. I think a few more people probably picked up a book or started listening to an audio book because like there wasn't much else to do. So I would say this week, grab one that piques your interest or something that you want to learn or maybe promises to give answers to one of your big business challenges right now. I was going to fill you in on some of the ones that I would recommend, depending on which level of business you are in. So we'll start out with the starters. Um, That's those of you that are at the beginning of your business or within that first year and you are starting to get things put together and you're beginning to paint the picture of what your business is going to look like. Definitely love the book by Simon Sinek, Start With Why. Uh, If you have not read it and you are in any phase of business, I would say read that one. It is an incredible book. um, And you definitely don't want to miss his TED Talk, which gives you a really good overview of it. Um, It's probably still like in the top five most watched ever TED Talks. Uh, It's called How Great Leaders Inspire Action. So if you're on your phone right now, I give you total permission to pause this podcast to go over and get that TED Talk and watch it Toot sweet. So yes, definitely Simon Sinek's Start With Why. That is a great thing to ground you in your purpose. Uh, Of course, Michael Gerber's E-Myth Revisited. Uh, This is one that is always recommended because, I mean, it's not recommended in like all business circles, but our industry is very... Very different. I would have to say the majority of us that started business, we started it because we loved pets. And, you know, maybe you had a hard time finding someone to take care of your pets when you were going out of town. And that is what got you to start because you realize, hey, here's an opportunity whatever your reason was for getting started, the majority of us start out because we either love pets or we have worked with pets before and we want to make a career out of it. We generally did not come out of business school and say, hey, I am going to be an entrepreneur and I'm going to start my first business and it is going to be a dog walking and pet sitting service, right? I mean, I've met I've met at least one person that started his business from that perspective, and he was fascinating to learn from. Uh, But the majority of us are the doers. We're out there and we're doing it all. We don't really have experience in how to manage people. So when we get to the point where we need to grow our business and make that decision to hire it's really, really scary for some people. And it really doesn't need to be. There there are so many tools out there that can help walk you through that phase or even people um, that are out there in the industry that can help you walk through that hiring phase. The education is out there, but this book can really open your eyes to some of the limitations that you put on yourself Because your mind is in that technician phase is what he called it, where you are the doer and it's hard to evolve yourself into the the manager and the actual entrepreneur kind of personality, which are totally different hats. You have to be a completely different person from being the one that's doing the work to the one that is managing people, to the one who has that vision for the future of the business. So love, love that one. Another great one that actually got me hugely started on the direction of my self-education is Entree Leadership. Uh, Many of you have probably heard of Dave Ramsey. He is the Financial guru, syndicated radio show. Um, you know, he's the one that, you know, it, it, he has people on his radio because he usually does personal um, debt reduction, getting people out of debt, the baby steps. People are on the radio yelling, I'm debt free, that whole thing. So, um, you know, really fun guy to follow for personal finances, but he has a massive arm of his company now that is into business leadership and development. So this book was kind of the start of it, I would say. And now it's blown into this, you know, huge hundreds of people employed by his company, masterminds, all sorts of stuff like that. So I read this book pretty darn soon after it came out. Um, he's uh, he he's actually friends with my uncle and he mentions my uncle in the book. So that's why I was like, oh, wow, I want to read this book because, you know, I, I knew he mentioned my uncle in there which is so funny because, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, his name's mentioned in there, but holy wow, the information that I got out of this book. Uh, It led me to the Entree Leadership Podcast, which has been going for years now. I would highly recommend that one. I would actually recommend like rewinding back to episode one and starting there. Of course, they have excellent information still, but wow, some of those interviews that they did with authors of, you know, leadership books um, were pretty incredible interviews. So definitely would recommend putting that podcast on your list. Super awesome. Um, I I have the habit of listening to a podcast, hearing about a great book, and then getting that book. So it's, you know, it's just a, a spiral of knowledge. Absolutely. So those are really the three that I recommend for starters to get a good foundation. So that is the emeth, Start With Why, and Entree Leadership. Now, for you growers out there, that's those of you who have been in business over a year, you have started bringing those team members on board. So there's a whole different level of knowledge that you need to have. Of course, you know, you're starting to put on your manager hat, Um, Well, if you're smart, you're starting to put on your manager hat. You want to make sure that you can lead your people effectively and make sure that you have an efficient team. So one of the ones that I recommend for you is the 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. This is by John Maxwell. Now I can say just about anything by John Maxwell is pretty dang good. But uh, wow, I remember actually reading this book on the beach when I was on vacation. And this was, you know, several years ago. I specifically remember one of the first chapters because it does take you through, you know, 21 different principles of leadership. Uh, I think I remember it's like a chapter for each one. And um, the one that really got me was right at the beginning of the book and it took you through the law of the lid. And the law of the lid is really just the principle that, your business is not going to grow beyond your growth. So you are the lid on your company. And if you are not satisfied with where your business is right now, you need to look at yourself first because it is a possibility that you are the one that is capping your growth Possibly limiting mindsets, you know, or whatever that situation is. So, definitely recommend that for the growers. It certainly did help me out a huge, holy heck of a lot. One of the other ones that I had read um, pretty early on, I, I believe it was because um, Entree Leadership, I, I think they actually did interview Tony Shea. Very, very sad that we lost Tony Shea way too early. Um, who was the CEO of Zappos? Uh, he developed such an incredible company culture at Zappos, which you know still fortunately is living on beyond him. Um, but uh, I'm pretty sure that that was an interview on uh, on Entre Leadership, and that's why I picked up his book uh, uh, the the first time. Um, culture is great. The book Delivering Happiness really goes over how. Um, with a company culture, really empowering employees to provide happiness to customers and to, um, have the entire team united under one goal. So it's perfect for that out of the box thinking style. Um, let's see, after that, I would say probably the Fred factor, um, It's by Mark Sanborn. You know, this is really funny now that I'm going through these. I'm pretty darn sure that Entree Leadership interviewed Sanborn, and that's why I picked up the Fred Factor. I mean, I'm thinking back to like 10 years ago here. But this book is really fun. Whenever I was starting to develop a management team, I actually bought multiple copies of this and handed it out to the management team, and we went through it together. I would highly recommend that if you have a team to have some sort of a... I mean, book club, you know, I don't, I don't really know that I would say book club, but just something that unites you in a principle like customer service. Uh, This is a great book for that, that I would recommend because it gave everyone on the management team similar language to use when we talked about customer service. So that is absolutely another great one. So, so again, we've got for you growers out there, 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, Delivering Happiness, and The Fred Factor. Now for you expanders, that's those of you who are starting to add some management layers in there, some administrative levels. Uh, Maybe you're getting a scheduler in the office to do that type of work for you. You are starting to get out of the field yourself um, and doing more of the management of a team. You're trying to figure out how to make your company more efficient. You are making plans for possibly um, having that full-time manager that's able to run your business. Uh, You are getting more freedom and being able to travel. Uh, Those of you that are expanders know who you are. And of course, uh, you starters and growers out there, you have got a super awesome place that you are heading to. So for you expanders, first book, I would say definitely Traction, Traction by Gina Wickman. Uh, I would almost say that this is a great book to have at any stage of business but it is something that you really do need when you start to develop that management team and you have people in the office so there are the organizing people um, that might not necessarily be in the field all the time but it's really a workbook on how to achieve success and efficiency in your business Um, you really do well they say get a grip on your business Um, It is something that my team has uh, worked through parts of it in the past, and we are now going back through it again. A lot of the um, structure and system that they teach you in traction, we do continue to use now to be efficient. Uh, One of the things that we use absolutely is the uh, weekly meeting. In our case, it helps us, you know, not chase rabbits and have a three-hour conversation in the office, but uh, we have a definite format that we work through. We are able to, you know, table our issues within our project management software and each of us have access to our issues list. Uh, We use Asana And everybody adds to it during the week. And then we are able to meet together. We do this on Thursdays at 9 a.m. Central Time. And we knock out all of those issues. And that's when we report on what we've each been doing over the week on our individual projects. So traction is something that has helped us um, structure that and mold it a little bit better. So it is more efficient uh, the way that we all work cooperatively. It's beautiful to see a management team working at that level. So definitely would recommend traction. I do also recommend the seven levels of communication when you're in that expander phase um, you're starting to add different pieces and different people and Communication is one of the most important principles that you need to like sink your claws into to make sure that everyone is on the same page. And, you know, this is not just communication with your team members or your management. This is communication with your clients. Also, you don't want to lose focus on your clients being important and making sure that your clients are nurtured that they feel important, that they know that they are part of your family. So Seven Levels of Communication is is really a, oh, it's a book based off of relationship marketing. So this this is making sure that you can communicate to your clients also that they are more than just a cog in the wheel or, you know, more than more than just a a transaction or a dollar amount that they are really part of something bigger. So seven levels of communication is wonderful for that. And of course, the phase that you're at, you expanders you need to have a super effective functioning team. And so I recommend The Ideal Team Player by Patrick Lencioni. Um, I do have, of course, my hiring interview guide that I've put out previously. I have talked about this in my hiring video series that you can find on the Pet Biz Hive uh, Facebook page in the guides. But this is something that if y'all have not read yet, you really need to, to read if you are looking at expanding your team at any level, um, not, necessarily just, not necessarily just managers. It can be also for your um, staff that's working in the field because you do want the right person on your bus, right? You don't want to hire someone who is going to be a complete train wreck. So the ideal team player really takes you through a process, uh, a format, a way to look at who you want to hire. It's about behavioral interviewing and making sure you have the right person on your team. So highly would recommend that for any one of you, but definitely the expanders out there. Now we're on you innovators. So that innovator phase, you guys are trucking along. You've got great businesses. You're still tweaking some efficiency here and there. Um, but your plan is to just keep scaling. Um, innovation is a phase where you can choose to bring in new projects. You can have the opportunity to, um, just be not an absentee owner. I don't ever recommend that, but having the business run on its own and you can be in the creative space of starting new businesses, expanding to a new location, um, because everything works well without you and you do not need to be present. So one of the ones I really like for that is the blue ocean strategy. Um, if you have not heard of that book before, it's, um, Renee, oh, Ma Bourne, I guess is her name, and W. Chan Kim. So Blue Ocean Strategy is all about creativity in the business. Um, it's about not competing in the current space where there is a lot of competitive challenges. It's creating your own space. It's setting your company as- apart from anyone else that is in you know, that same type of business and standing out. So, you know, this might not be starting a completely new sideline business. It, it might not mean um, expanding your actual service line or it might, uh, it's just having the, having the opportunity to know what that blue ocean opportunity can present to you. So you are not in the, the competitive mindset. Another one I do recommend for you innovators is Visioneering by Andy Stanley. I really enjoy this this word. So it's it's Visioneering. Um, it is taking your vision and engineering it. Right, put that together, Visioneering. So this is a really great book about being able to see the big picture. So you innovators out there, you are in the space of Being big picture people, you need to be able to have that 30,000 foot view of your business because you can't be down on the ground every day just dealing with problems of the day. You need to be able to back up and visioneer what the future is going to be of your company. So definitely recommend that one. And then the third one for you innovators out there is deep work. Of course, this was a difficult one because there were several different books I could totally recommend for that innovator phase. But Um, Deep Work, that's by Cal Newport. Um, He also wrote Digital Minimalism, which I think is fascinating. But, you know, Deep Work, it can be difficult when we are at that phase. And there are just so many things that start to come your way that, you know, this looks like an amazing opportunity and that looks like an amazing opportunity. But this is a book that's all about being able to focus in intensely and get the important things done. I don't know if you are like me, but that is something that I am challenged by, really being able to focus on one thing for a period of time. I have so many ideas Um, You know, I like to say, I, I really like chasing rabbits, but having that opportunity to really get the most important thing done and being able to identify what the most important thing is that you need to get done so that is my list of the goodies for you guys leaders are readers hopefully you have heard of a book that you might be interested in picking up on of course audible any kind of audiobook service or even picking up that paper and flipping the pages this was a long one today but i like to spend time talking about books that is for sure Make it a great week. And what is your next best move? Thank you for listening to this episode of the Pet Biz Hive. You can follow me at Pet Biz Hive on both Facebook and Instagram and learn more at PetSitterGuru.com. What is your next best move?